Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, spiritual trailblazers, and welcome back to the Spiritual Empowerment Living with Tia podcast. So I'm a little bit amped up today because so much change is going on right now and it's happening on so many levels. So last week we wrapped up the three-part series of Reclaiming Your Life. So if you're just tuning into this podcast, please go back and check out that three-part series. It comes with what I like to call fun sheets because this is a process that is meant to be enjoyable, meant for us to really embrace a lot of the great changes that are coming our way. So instead of saying worksheets, I like to say fun sheets, okay? Like I said, it's just three parts to helping you to reclaim your life. So definitely check out those last three episodes, 225, 226, and 227. Also, there was another milestone that happened on September 16th, 2011. That's right, 2011 was my very first podcast episode. And that episode was called Dream Coaching, Understanding Your Dreams. Guys, I used to do our long podcast episodes. I used to take callers and everything. All right. So this is when I was talking all about dreams because I am a a certified gateway dreaming coach. So that was so exciting to do. If you want to scroll all the way back (laughs) to season one, we are now in season eight. So we're going to scroll back to season one and listen to it. You can do so. Show me a little bit of mercy. <laughs> All right, I had to call in back in the day to uh, record. I was using a different platform. So things have changed a lot since then. But yeah, so the very first episode, which went down last week in 2011, was Dream Coaching, Understanding Your Dreams. And so I, I just wanted to make a note of that because uh, you never really know where something's going to take you, <laughs> Okay. And you sometimes definitely don't know how long something's going to last. So I wanted to, wanted to just bring that out there. And the final thing I wanted to bring to your attention before I get to some of the regularly scheduled segments of the podcast is that we're also shifting seasons now. That's the, the big change that's happening. So the 21st was Maybon, and I'm going to give you a few uh, insights about that in our you know, spiritual tip segment and all that jazz. And, you know, the the autumn equinox, it's just so many things happening. And this is a a great time for us to get into the the cycles of the seasons, okay? Just understand how does that impact us? You know, summer impacts us differently than autumn, than winter, than spring, okay? And each of those seasons have a different function, all right? So, you know, just, just check that out and learn more about the origins of why the seasons are, were call, are called the way that they're called and, you know, why people celebrate them the way that, that they do. It would give you a lot of insight into how it influences your behavior, 
okay, and, and why you start to want to do you know, different things with different people, et cetera. So check that out. All right, so now I wanted to shift gears and go to the segment that I started uh, a few episodes ago, and it's just to help you get help to spread some more spiritual knowledge. So it really has nothing to do with the topic of the episode. It's just like a fun fact, tip, something like that. And it's really because I've read so many books and I want to share the knowledge and also direct your attention to maybe getting a book or I don't know, um, looking up something on the internet, whatever, just to help you expand your spiritual knowledge. So I'll make this brief because it's so much information, okay, about Maybon. That's what I'm going to talk about since that just recently passed. You know, so I do encourage you to do more research and and see how you can, you know, celebrate it. And again, just see how it really plays a role in um, our society. It's sort of like um, when people say a certain term you don't know the origin of it, but it's just so ingrained in our culture that it's just accepted, but you never really thought about <laughs> why is it a phrase? Okay, so think of it like that. Why are these these holidays, these uh, different um, celebrations take place, and how does that impact me? Because some of them really do. So anyway, Mabon, uh, and, and this excerpt is from the ultimate book of shadows for the new generation solitary witch by silver raven wolf and this is a pretty thick book guys all right so it had the dates here it could be september 20th 21st or 22nd depending upon the calendar um the the meaning of the word means divine youth the primary focus is the second harvest offering of vegetables and fruit harvest corn festival it's funny because Today, I took my stepdad out for his birthday. His birthday is actually on the 24th. But, you know, sometimes when he come home from work, he's really tired. So I said, let's do it Saturday. I was just like, let's, let's just do it on, you know, the 21st. So when this recording goes live, it'll be the 25th. But we ate our hearts out <laughs> on the 21st. So we were really, in our own way, celebrating uh, Maybon through eating and, and just, you know, getting in the the whole spirit of that transition. We just, we realized the, the weather, it, it was just really good. Anyway, um, it has here, the age of the holiday is 3000 BC or older. Okay, uh, let me see. So Maybon is the second of the three harvest festivals concentrating on fruits and vegetables, all right, as opposed to grain. So why is this important? Well, it's important because this is the time to reap what you have sowed. So in other words, all the work you've been putting in, all the the energy, the blood, sweat, and tears, now's the time to celebrate that. But this is also a time to start preparing for the winter, right? So it's, it's a bit of a, um, a crossroads. You want to have that celebration where you are realizing, you know, like I said, all the hard work, gathering of the crops. So if you are not a farmer or someone who would gather a lot of crops, just gather all the accomplishments, all the things you've done, all the things that you conquered, all the the ideas that you had that you've been, you know, putting into place and you've seen it, you know, grow legs. Gather that, okay? Have a little bit of rest and celebrate, all right? So 
that's why it's so important. This is a great time of transition, but also a great time to celebrate what you have accomplished. All right. So that's why I wanted to bring that to your attention. Um, of course, there are things you can do like bake bread, uh, you know, to celebrate it. You might just want to bake a pie. There are tons and tons of things you can do. But it's just important to note that to honor the change of the season is to honor you and your transitions because we are always in a season. All right. So now that segment is over. I really, um, I promise you guys, one day I'm going to have some sound effects and you will know <laughs> when I'm changing over. So I don't have to always use transition words. So I can say like, therefore, now, <laughs> moreover. <laughs> All right. So. This episode is Confessions of Tia. And I have to say, this episode is brought to you by my Instagram family. I did a poll last week and I asked people, what would they like me to confess? I didn't uh, stare them in any direction. I just left it open and uh, several people responded. and and, And I'm sorry, you know what? I take that back. I asked if they wanted me to talk about one or two things because it started off open-ended and then I asked hey this or that so that's what it was I was trying to remember so yes I asked people what would they like me to confess on the show and then uh, I had picked from the two that I thought were really really interesting and then I had people pick A or B all right so we have here what do I do when I lose motivation all right And that's something that's really important. It's important because, especially in this day and age, we see, and and, and I say this because a lady on my podcast, and I don't remember who said it, but she said it so many years ago before it was even an actual thing, but she she just peeped it long ago. She called it highlight reels. And that's what it is. We see so many highlight reels of people's lives And sometimes it's not done on purpose. Like, hey, my life is so great. Check me out. It's just that there's a time and a place to showcase, hey, I overcame this difficulty. Because let's be honest, people don't care when you're going through a difficulty unless you overcame it because they want to know how you did it because chances are they're going through that or something similar. So if I were to say, oh, man, you know, Doing laundry is just such a downer. Okay, and <laughs> some people can't stand laundry and some people love laundry. All right, so, but what if I said, doing laundry is such a downer. Uh, it's like number five on my list. I'm so tired when I come home. But I found this service where someone comes to your house and not only do they do your laundry, they sort out your clothes and they they put it in, once they take it out, out of the dryer, they fold it, they put it up nice and neatly, boom, you're done. And it's relatively cheap. You're like, well, wait a minute. What is this service? Are the people good? You know, you want to know, learn more about it. So I'm so glad that this topic won out. Okay. The other topic was something about like, how do I really deal with entrepreneurship? So I, I wrote down a few things and I, I must admit, I, I didn't know where to start because I know that I wanted to talk about it. I know that I wanted to have this conversation, but also didn't want to ramble. 
I wanted to make sure that there were some learning uh, um, points here to help you with your, how do I help myself when I'm going through this phase of when I lose motivation? All right, so I'm going to, I'm just going to start with an example. And I'll, I'll go with my business because it also applies just in life. So I want to help more women. And every now and then it really bothers me that I'm not doing more. And this is something that just applies to me even when I was a kid and with academics or something else. Like I always wanted, wanted to do more with friends, always want to do more. And I feel like if I'm not doing more, whatever that more is, then I'm not doing enough. And so sometimes I get bummed. I'm like, man, like, I wish I could just do this and not lose my motivation to do something because I'm thinking, man, I really want to do an event at this level or I really want to, you know, just visit this country right now, but I can't because I have these obligations right now. And it's like, oh, well, hmm. I guess I just won't even bother, you know? So I just want to give you some real life examples because this is a confessional to you. Right. So that's that's what we're going to work with here. So what do I do when I lose motivation when I, I have a and, and get like a high expectation or something I want to do? And some people may say, oh, well, that's the problem right there. Don't have high expectations. OK, time out. I agree with that statement. But not completely. Because it really is a case by case basis. For example, if you put in your blood, sweat and tears you pour in all your faith <laughs> into school, right? Let's say you want to become a nurse, a doctor. Uh, you just want to get a degree. You are in an apprenticeship program and you're, pouring, you're just pouring in all your energy. Your high expectation is to be on the other side of that with a degree, with a certificate that states that you are great, that states you know what you're talking about in this field, that states you are qualified right? That's a high expectation. That's an appropriate expectation to have. So I don't necessarily disagree with, or excuse me, uh, yeah, agree with the whole have zero expectations. Mm, that's not entirely true. Okay. So I, I, I don't like that phrase. I think it sets people up. I get what people are, what people are saying, but it has to have a little bit more context to that. So I'm just going to go down the list here. And then I'm going to tell you why I didn't say certain things. So one is before I used to combat or ignore that feeling. I used to be like, mm, this, is, this is something I shouldn't even be feeling. Just go away. And, and I would just go do something else, whatever I felt like. That's not good because that's just me discounting what I'm feeling. And so what I, I did was I started to ask myself, is it a full moon? Because <laughs> I do tend to get, and everyone tends to get more emotional during a full moon. Sometimes it is an external thing influencing us that are bringing up certain feelings and thoughts. So first ask yourself, is it a full moon or close to a full moon? Because even you can even ask people who work in the ER. It is a spike during a full moon because we get a little crazy. All right. So I had to first look at, is it a solar flare? <laughs> is it the full moon? Does making all these emotions surface that I wasn't thinking about a few days ago. So if it's not any solar flares going on or full moons, and you can definitely Google how the full moon and solar flares influences our behaviors and emotions, then I really ask myself, okay, what's, what's going on here? 
Like now I really do have a conversation with myself. Like, why am I feeling like this? And it could be that maybe I didn't do something that I was supposed to do, that I need to reevaluate something, that I was working on something and it just lasted too long. I should have pulled out much, much sooner. Okay. So it could be some of those things. So I, I encourage you at this point to reevaluate some of the things that you are doing. You know, so, and, and I, I talk to a lot of women, women who want to be the best mom, the best wife, the best sister, the best worker, the best aunt. Listen, if you're thinking that, then chances are you are already the best. <laughs> you're just a high achiever. And it's like, it's never good enough. I get it because I'm like that too. And I had to check myself. I always want to do more. Like I said earlier, I always want to do more. Like, oh, you know, so you're already doing great. All right. Is there something that you could possibly tweak? Probably, but you're already great. It's probably a difference between an A plus and an A, right? And you're like, oh, I'm in an A minus. It's like, ooh. All right. So you're doing great. Okay. Next is I had to shift myself, meaning this was earlier in the year. Again, I was just bummed. I'm like, man, I just, I need to do something. I need to, I need to like, you know, gather women together. And this is before I came up with the idea for um, the goddess retreat. It's like, man, I just felt like I've been online too much and I, I need to get my face in front of people. I need to reconnect because I haven't been speaking lately. I decided to, you know, just pull it back a little bit, but then I had that itch. So I'm like, man, like, it's just something going on. So I went to my gym. I relaxed in the steam room. So I had to shift myself. I had to get myself out of my current environment, which is my home. I was just thinking too much. So I shift myself by moving, went to the steam room, relaxed. Then I laid by the side of the whirlpool. So when I closed my eyes and laying on some of those reclining chairs by the whirlpool, I swear to you, it sounds like I'm at the ocean. <laughs> so I, I put in my uh, earphones, popped in, my, you know, turned on my music, listened to music, relaxed. Then I turned it off, listened to the whirlpool, got in there, and then I just soaked in the water all right using the element of water is a great way to help you know cleanse on a spiritual level and just really release those emotions so i just allowed the jets to just go you know do its thing i didn't even bother at the clock you know i just was present in that moment of being in the whirlpool like i was present in the moment of being in the steam room i just took deep breaths just focused on releasing releasing, knowing that, you know, I'm doing good things, things are going to work out, I can adjust the plan, and then I just try to think about nothing at all. So it was really like the scene from Ghostbusters, it was like, don't think about anything. <laughs> it's hard. It is very hard not to think about anything, especially when you're a highly creative person who wants to do a lot, right? So, oh, you just got a lot on your mind. So you just had to empty out the thoughts. Let yourself think about all the thoughts, but to check yourself, like, okay, I thought about that long enough, dismissed. And if something else might come up, think about it, dismiss it. Think about it, and then dismiss it. Don't let yourself go down the rabbit hole. You just got to flush it all out. So that's number two. I had to shift myself. Three is I had to ask myself, is there something that needs to be looked at? Because sometimes, again, sometimes it's really not an issue. And I'm going to be extremely honest with you because this is a confession of Tia. I, earlier in this year, was in the ER because I had chest pains. I thought something was going on. I was just sitting like, oh, my God, I just got all these chest pains. 
I go to the ER and they perform this extremely like laser focus, you know, like 100% accuracy. Well, I guess not 100%, but like 99.9999% test on my heart. And the doctor came back and said, your heart is in wonderful condition. He said, normally people your age usually have something going on. He goes, your heart is perfectly fine. And then we were talking, he says, I don't say this to people often, rarely, hardly ever. He goes, you're distressed, go home. That's what he said. You're stressed. Go home. Well, he didn't say like, go home, like go home. But he said, you're stressed. Go home. You know, you need to rest. And that's the thing. I just got so worked up about the things that I want to do, the things that, that, you know, I want to make better that I was driving myself <laughs> crazy. And then I didn't even realize it. So I had to, again, look at, is there something that needs to be looked at? Yeah. I need to calm myself down. So here's the thing. I'm glad that I did go to the ER and I'm glad that I didn't brush it off. The old Tia would have really brushed it off. And it happened several times to the one point I was like, all right, what's going on? And it was just that I just had that soreness in my chest from being stressed. That was, that's what it was. So make time for yourself when, when, and and I'm going to get a little bit to that part. When I, lost motivation and it happens it's going to happen again but i know to check myself sooner rather than later i know to roll it back in it's really good to look at yourself first you know to figure out hey is it just me really just overthinking something because it's, it's really possible you can solve it at your level all right the one thing i would hate for you to do is think, you know, you got to go and, you know, take a pill or do something like that. Definitely consult a therapist and a doctor, but first see if you could solve it at your level. Ask yourself, am I just working too hard? Am I just too hard on myself? You know, and you may have to ask your spouse, your best friend, your, your uh, sibling, and they might say, yeah, you actually, you've been working a little bit too hard. You probably should like take a step back. All right. So next is sometimes I just binge on Netflix. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I know I've been on a, I've been on a very excellent health and wellness lifestyle lately. So I haven't been ordering out like I used to, but I will eat a couple of slices of pizzas every now and then while watching netflix actually i was really proud of myself because i share my pizza now <laughs> before i before i used to like look look at my family sideways and like mm, I, i'm like you could have just ordered something for yourself but now i'm just like no please i'm only going to take a few like three two three slices that's it you can have the rest but yeah and i do this while watching netflix all right. Now I have my my healthy snacks that I love. So I eat that and watch Netflix. But yeah, I have no issue binging on Netflix. And I have done that in the past where I'm just like, you know what? I'm not feeling particularly good by myself. I don't have the motivation right now. I feel like I just need to just take my focus off of that. And so I did. And I would binge watch uh something like doomsday preppers i don't know if that's on netflix anymore i think that's on on demand but something like that or i would watch the worst witch on uh netflix season two came out i finished that uh yes i would just watch something like that i would just binge watch there's nothing wrong with that i know some people 
try to guilt trip people for doing it. I see the the little um, uh, memes on Facebook while you were watching your program. I was building an empire. Well, guess what? No empire is built in an hour or three hours. Okay. So if you feel like you need to turn your phone off, which is one of my points and watch Netflix with your best friend, your husband, your children, whatever, do it. Okay. Now, if you're watching Netflix for like three or four days straight, then yeah, that's a problem. But if you want to take a day to unplug because you're just not feeling it and you want to wear your, your, um, your, your, your tights and have a messy bun, no bra, your favorite shirt from, you know, college that has a little hole in it, but you don't care because it's your house outfit, do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so sometimes I do call my best friend and it, it depends if it's something that's on my mind that I can't really formulate into a sentence. And this has happened before. I mean, I haven't called her recently um, about it because I haven't had any like things that like, Oh, I really can't put it together. I mean, I told her like when I came home from the ER, she's like, Oh my God, don't you ever do that again? You call me, you know, you text me while you're there, not when you get out. But, um, yeah, I call her when I can't really formulate a sentence, meaning there's a lot of words and thoughts and stuff that's going on. So I would call her and I say, I'm just like thinking about, you know, blah. <laughs> and she'll be able to piece it together. And uh, it's very interesting because she puts it into perspective. Like even with the goddess retreat I had, like I wanted to do more and I wasn't able to. And she goes, but Tia, like you put that together. Seriously, like <laughs> basically relax. And like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. But again, it's just my want to just help as many women as possible, to connect with as many women as possible, to help them to reclaim and reconnect with their inner goddess, because every woman is a goddess, every single woman. So, you know, talk to your spouse, talk to your, whoever is that super duper important person in your life who wants you to succeed no matter what, who, who knows you very well, talk to them. Don't, don't talk to your coworker who, you know, you casually talk with and I really know you like that. So they can't really give a proper feedback. You know, that's different than, let's say you are someone who you just want someone who, who has like no knowledge of something to say that makes sense. Like if you are an entrepreneur and you just want a fresh pair of eyes, right? Say, Hey, what does this mean to you? And I do that sometimes because when I'm hosting a spiritual event, sometimes I think really, you know, like really on the, the deep spiritual end. And I don't know if it sounds relatable to all. So sometimes I just have to play around with it just, just to make sure that someone can easily read it. Right. So something like that. But in this case, you need someone who knows you because you go to someone who kind of sort of knows you. They're going to be like, ah, oh, you know, you, you have nothing to worry about, blah, blah, blah. It's similar to when a woman who wants to lose 10 pounds is, well, is generally speaking thin. And she's talking to someone who's 50 pounds overweight. And they're just like, girl, where are you going to lose it in your big toe? You know, and then that woman feels bad because she's like, oh, they don't get it. You know, like, I want to make sure my cholesterol is good. And I just want to eat healthy and things like that, something you know, runs in my family, you know, so that woman doesn't know all that. She just sees you talking about it on the surface. And then now your motivation went even lower because you were trying to connect, but you really can't because she doesn't really know you that well. 
Okay, so speak to someone who knows you very well, who has your best interest in mind, okay, and who could give you adequate feedback. All right, sometimes I pull oracle cards. That's number six. Now, if you're someone who's like, Tia, I don't know how to pull oracle cards. I don't know how to read oracle cards. I'm not even comfortable with it. So if you listen to this podcast, you either have someone read, give you a reading, you have some knowledge of Oracle cards, or you can do it yourself. So I'm just going to speak on it at different levels. Just bear with me. When I, I have apps on my phone, Oracle card apps. Now, I'm, I'm not sure if there, there probably are some free ones, but I have ones that cost, I think it's like $12.99, something like that, maybe a little bit cheaper, which is cheap because the physical oracle cards are much much more (laughs) Uh, so i shuffle them so you tap a button to shuffle or you just like swipe back and forth shuffle them and i just ask why do i feel this way what do i need to know about this situation or what does spirit want me to know right so i just ask these questions open-ended questions and then I pick, I just like put my pointer finger or sometimes uh, the middle finger, I believe it's called also the fire finger. All right. And I just go over the cards and I feel whatever one's calling to me the most. Like when I get like a little tingling on my finger and I, I tap it and then I read it. First, I read it in its entirety. I read the, the quick message below, and then you tap to flip the card over, and then it's a full message. So I read that first. Then I read it again, and this time I take note of some of the words that stick out to me the most. Then I look at it again, and I look at the picture. All right? I look at maybe, you know, some, whatever sticks out to me the most. And I have to tell you, there have been many times where I pulled the same card over the years, and I never noticed the symbol until like that one time, like, oh, a bird's on that card? And the reason is because when we are pulling these oracle cards, we are connecting with spirit. It's like we're picking up the phone and we're like, hey, spirit, I've been having a rough time, you know, here's my situation. Like, what do you think about this? And spirit's like, oh, I got you, girl. Here's what's really going on. And and that that's the oracle card. So you call them again, like, all right, I made some progress. I did what you said. And now it's this, this, and this. No problem. I got you, girl. Boom. You pull, let's say you pull the same Oracle card. You're like, man, why is it the same Oracle card? And you look at it again, you're like, oh, there's a bird flying over the rainbow. Oh my gosh. That's me looking at, you know, hey, I'm on the other side now. Like I'm doing good, doing better. So it's, it's like that. All right. Sometimes we see certain things and it just, it has a different meaning. All right. So even if you're someone who's new to pulling Oracle cards, the messages are right there for you to interpret. All right. I was the same way. I bought an Oracle card deck. I pulled an Oracle card, read the message, and I just studied and learned, you know, and just rinse and repeat, practice, practice, read, practice, and start to understand what resonates with you when you read a card. Sometimes it's just a a line that you need to read for, for that card. But I definitely don't ask the same question over and over and over again. If you pull a card and you don't completely understand the message, you could pull another card to help you understand it, to flank that card. So that's what you do. You just pull another card to help you understand it a little bit more. 
All right. Number seven is I work on something that I can get right, you know, pretty quickly, like instant gratification. Because, you know, when we do something that brings us happiness, our dopamine gets released, you know, we're happy, our mood's elevated, things like that. So I do something that I know I can get right right away. Just like like a jump start. Okay. So for you, maybe I'm going to bake a pie because I know I could get that right. It's going to make me happy. It's going to smell good. My kids are going to love it, you know, or maybe, oh, you know what? I'm going to fix me a pot of coffee. <laughs> I always, you know, pour the right amount. I'm going to do that. Maybe I'll invite a friend over. We'll just chat a little bit, you know, something like that. Something that is not going to be too crazy. Something that, that you're not going to regret. Like if you were going to go like, oh, I went on a shopping spree. It's like, oh no, it probably, you know, there's a lot of money that could be involved. Just, you know, keep it simple. Okay. Something that, that you maybe is just, just petting your neighbor's dog. Okay. Just keep it simple. Something that you won't regret later. All right. And something that you know you can get right. It's just, it's going to be easy for you to do. <sighs> Number eight, I I have been getting into the groove of turning my phone off. Now I have a timer set for no notifications. All right, so from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m., nothing. I don't hear nothing, nothing at all. Now, if you call me twice back to back, that means it's important and I will hear that ring. But if you send me a text message, is something, you know, happened on Facebook, I don't hear it. But recently, I cut my phone off because what I would do is I would just check, you know, Instagram here and there, check Facebook here and there, or something would pop up like, you know, NFL now, football season's here. I would get a little, you know, message and I check it and then I oh, I read it, you know, and it started leading me somewhat down a rabbit hole. And by the time I check myself, I'm already 30 minutes, an hour into it. I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't mean to be on there that long but you know sometimes I see a dog video and leads me to another dog video <laughs> leads me to another dog video and then I got to share it and tag people of course because I mean it's a, it's a video of a dog so I've been enjoying just turning my phone off turning my phone off watching a little bit of Netflix um you know catching up on some reading I've been really enjoying it that has helped me with, you know, regaining my motivation because when I am on my phone, I am doing productive things most of the time. So if I'm not watching videos of dogs or makeup, um, chances are, or, or like some spiritual thing, chances are I'm doing something for my business. And if I'm creating an image or writing an email or, you know, connecting in some way, there's a lot of energy going into it. It's just so much going into it that I need to pull back sometimes because again, that's, guess what? I'm setting the expectation. I am, you know, got in my mind, like, okay, make sure you respond to this person, put it in your calendar. So you don't forget, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's a lot of energy. Right. And that doesn't help with my motivation when I'm feeling a little bit like, meh. Okay. So turning my phone off gives me this chance to just be with Tia. Just Tia. <laughs> so I encourage you to do that. Just, you know, just turn the phone out. If you have kids, don't turn your phone off. You know, I, I get it. Especially if you have young ones, you know, you know, but if, if your young one is in the room with you, then you could probably turn your phone off. But I get it. The, the young ones with the grandparents don't turn your phone off. I get it. And just 
look at it less, right? You could do that. Or what you can do is, I don't know if you could do this with phones now, but I remember when cell phones really started to pick up. So not the, the block cell phones, but when I, the flip phones were the thing, you were able to set a ringtone per the person. So I had like a ringtone for my mom. So I knew it was her before I even had to look at the phone. I knew when it was uh, my best friend at the time. Calling, calling, everyone had their own ringtone. So I don't know if you could set that now, but what I would suggest is to help you keep your eyes off your phone is if you can set the ringtone to the grandparents number and the kids over the grandparents, you know that, oh, if it's not their ringtone, then guess what? It's not important. It's not about the kids. <laughs> All right. So see if you can do that with your phone. All right. And then turn off, you know, all notifications for like, you know, I don't know, three hours, something like that, just so you can be more present with yourself because everyone's influenced differently. Right. So if you are thinking like, man, I wish I was further along in my life and you go on Instagram and you see these influencers or you just see someone who's just, you know, at dinner with their friends and, you know, they're just in this loving space. You might think like, oh, my gosh, I wish I was at dinner with a group of people, but I don't like that many people. And the one person I talk to is not here right now. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay, so. Just just stay away from it for a little while. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to stay away from it for a very long time or that, you know, social media is a bad thing. No, social media is what people make it. So don't look at it as this evil thing that you have to stay off of. Just look at it as, hey, there are things out there that could make me feel even less motivated. So I'm just going to pull back until I get my energy to this point where it doesn't bother me. Okay, where I become more inspired as opposed to more, feel more under weather. Okay, so that that's just one thing I want to stress. There are too many times people say, "Oh, I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything because you know so and so has a thousand likes and 400 comments, and I have 15 likes and seven comments." Well newsflash that person may have been in the game longer than you where it was probably easier to get the likes and follows they may have a little bit more coordination with their social media meaning um the theme is on point they're consistent you know they post something that people actually can relate to there have been so many times where i have seen people post pictures of their children but they don't display themselves as a mommy blogger or something like that and then they're just like oh well no one's tuning in well what's in your description and what are you posting because if you're saying that you're a lifestyle blogger that's cool because you're blogging about you know things lifestyle but if most of your pictures are of your beautiful baby people may get a little bit confused or like every time I have seen people write about in the description, how they love food and such and such. And again, it's multiple pictures of their children, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but you're posting that you are this, or excuse me, you wrote that you are this, but you're posting the opposite. So it's just, it's a little bit, you know, you got, you got to look at it. Like back to number one, look at yourself first. What are you putting out there? Is it coordinated? Are you consistent? Is it relatable? 
right? And yeah, sometimes it is an algorithm issue, but it's just so much more than that. And even in life, let's say you're not a big fan of Instagram. You go in there a couple of times just to, you know, find some some inspiration about uh, uh, jewelry or something like that. Sort of like people do with Pinterest. You know, now people on Instagram sell things and things like that. So maybe you follow a couple of people because you like their artwork. You like what they do. Fine. So in life, ask yourself these things. Am I consistent about what I do? Am I sending out missed messages to the universe? Am I really making this time for myself where I'm saying, hey, you know what? This is what I really want to do. So I need to start working towards that because maybe the feeling of not being motivated is because you're not doing the very thing you want to do that you've been putting on a back burner for so long. And every full moon or every picture you see or, you know, person you're talking to is reminding you of the very thing that you haven't been doing because it's on a back burner. And this isn't beating anyone up because I would never do that. This is just, uh, you know, like a, a tough love moment, moment, like, hey, have you been putting something on a back burner? And it's okay. Life happens. I mean, trust me, I am someone who's definitely aware about life happening all right, multiple surgeries, death in the families, I get that life happens. But there comes a time where you can circle back around and make something happen. So I'm going to uh, regroup and go over the list. So one, think about uh, the feelings that you've been ignoring, that I've been ignoring, okay? And I ask myself, well, you know, do some reevaluation. Is it something that I need to focus on? Is it me? Or is it a full moon solar flare? Okay. To shift something. So get up, move around. Okay. Exercise, go to the steam room, whirlpool, go for a swim, go for a run, go biking, do something. All right. Three is, is there something I need to, you know, look at? I guess, is there something I really need to look at? And that goes in relation to number one, number one is more so your emotions. Two is, you know, is this something that you need to look at in your life? Is that that back burner thing? And that's why you're just like, oh, man, you know, hmm. Or are you just really too hard on yourself and you're, you are doing great things? All right. Um, four is binge, binge on Netflix. You know, sometimes you just need that sacred space to yourself, that space that allows you to just reconnect, okay, with yourself. Five is talk to someone who has your best intentions in mind, the people who want you to succeed no matter what, people who know you very well, that way they can give you adequate feedback. All right. Um, Six is to pull some Oracle cards or ruins, if you use that. Um, Wait, runes or ruins? Sometimes I confuse myself with that. Runes, runes. R-U-N-E-S. Do that. Seven is uh, work on something you can do right. Instant gratification, just instantly feel better. All right, what's something I do uh, easily? Oh, I create images. So I, I just, I just love to create. So I'll just play around with pictures. Sometimes, and I have so many pictures on Instagram I haven't even posted yet. I just love manipulating colors and adding glitter and doing things like that. So that's something I know I can do right doesn't take much time even rereading a book or something like that love it uh that's number seven 
Number eight is turn off your phone, or at least look at it less if you have kiddos. All right. So notice how I didn't say something like um, dancing, like go dancing or cooking and things like that, because everyone's different. Your your thing may be to cook a meal, right? Invite some friends over and to say, hey guys, you know, I'm just feeling a little under the weather. I just wanted to invite a few people over. You can you should be able to tell your closest friends that you're not feeling that great, come over, you know, and they won't judge you. They'll be like, yeah, sure. We all have our moments, right? Now, I don't have a problem with dancing. Cooking is not my favorite thing, I'll be honest. Unless I had my nieces over or something like that, I don't cook much because I just don't care for the prepping and the cooking and the cleaning up and all the other stuff in between. And, oh my gosh, it's just, it's too much. But my mom loves it. It's her passion. It's it's like no thing to her. I don't mind cooking with a group of people. Give me a task and I'll do it. You know, you want me to cut cheese? Fine. You want me to, I don't know, peel something? Cool. Whatever. I got you. <laughs> but that's it. And we're usually drinking wine and talking and stuff like that. Or it really, it's like sometimes when it's my best friend, she'll have a spread out and you know she'll fix me a drink and we'll talk and i'll just like dry a dish or something like that she gives me like these small tasks but anyway um everyone's different right these are just some things i do when i lose motivation and notice how i said also that i'm not really focusing on regaining motivation because that will always come and go i'm just focusing on getting back to self okay motivation it just it can just go so easy it's not really sustainable okay because we could do very 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 well and we could just have an off day meaning something just doesn't work right and then someone can say something and then you might look at yourself like wait a minute is that person right or you know something like life happens and you're just thinking wow how can i come back from this or it's going to take a little while for me to bounce back so I just focus on getting back to self. Screw getting back with motivation. Motivation is, um, it can be a, a flaky friend, <laughs> all right? So focus on getting back to self, getting your energy back up there, remembering who you are, okay, and what you're capable of, what you have done already. And that will get you back on your personal track. So when you, when motivation does come back, you're just like, I am so beyond there right now. I am trailblazing. Okay. That's why I call you spiritual trailblazers because you are trailblazing with that spiritual center. Does lighting up the world. All right. So that's what I have for you, spiritual trailblazer. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope they gave you some insight into um, how I really just focus on Getting back to self, yes, it is partly getting that motivation to come about, but really it's getting back to self, okay? And, and, and if you're even questioning this, chances are, like as I said earlier, you are already doing great things at such a high level, and you're just a, a, um, a person who just set high uh, standards for yourself. And if you're thinking, no, Tia, I lost my job, and all those other things are happening, you have high standards. And you want to get to that certain point. And that's okay. So 
implement some of these things or what works for you. Like if cooking is your thing, dancing is your thing, you know, do that. Hanging out with family more is your thing. Do that. Going for a drive, do that. But make sure that it's focused on self to reel you back into you. And it's not about explaining it to anyone. You know, sometimes it's best to keep it close to the chest. Okay. And if you do want to share your story because you will be helping someone, you can post how you came up, you know, on the other side. Remember the, the example I gave earlier, no one cares that you don't like to do laundry, but what if you gave a solution? Now people are interested. All right. So I am sending you so many blessings. I have, to, oh, one last thing. I almost forgot. Let me look at my notes here. So we have another series coming up, okay? And I'm going to leave it at that. We have another series coming up that's all about helping you to understand um, your some of your spiritual gifts. All right. So sending you many blessings. Be kind to yourself. And I will talk to you later. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.